I can't believe how many pats there are. There's a lot. There is a lot. There's when you thought like you know you would think well you know what it is. It's only three letters. It makes so it easy. It makes it easy. And Parents everywhere are like, we'll call him Pat. We can be boys. We can be girls. That's right. It's sort of universal. Yeah. It's <laughs> and it's tap backwards. So That's right. There you go. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. That is true. <laughs> right. I was just asking. I got hit in the head earlier today. Is that that's right? It's totally true. Yeah. It's exactly right. <laughs> Speaking of, we used to know this guy named Tim that was like about one of the densest people on the on the whole planet, and this. Uh, this guy from New Jersey, I think his actually his last name uh, was Ferrari. <laughs> but anyways, he used to call him Mitt because <laughs> he says so dumb he couldn't even spell his own name. Tim, they call him Mitt. <laughs> so hey. Welcome, everybody, to episode 44 of the 6 a.m. podcast. Episode 44. Okay, we're back. <laughs> so just so everybody knows, as a we were notified this morning, Pat and I were, that for our listeners, you're listening a week late. Oh, yeah. So it's important that when we, when we give dates to things like shows or seminars or something that's coming up that's interesting, that we say the actual date. Because we can't just say this Friday, because now you're listening to it on Monday, and Friday's already passed. Yeah. And we probably should uh, promote those before the episode would be coming out. I would think so. As So we're not like... I think I, I think the, the thing we thought of was I was promoting a show on the 20th that came out, I think, today. Correct. And today is the 23rd. Yeah, so That's be right. there. Right. So... Yeah. <laughs> Why weren't you guys there? I mean, we said it. Yeah, I mean, geez. <laughs> we're actually... It's right there. We're actually bringing your past back to your future. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is time travel, baby. It's back to the future. Yeah. What you got, man? What do you got in there? What? What I have here? Yeah, it's oh, a list. I have, I have a very, very magic list. So What's you know what went down this past weekend. Yeah, some people got strapped. Yeah, man. So we had a big promotion ceremony at the Academy at Harrisburg Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Judo. And you know who was represented big time? 6 a.m. crew. Of course they were. So we're going to shout out to the 6 a.m. crew. Because they got uh, they got promoted. A lot of them got promoted. We did a bunch of uh, we did a bunch of stripes uh, leading up to the uh, to the big day, and then we had a bunch of uh, fine ladies and gentlemen get their belts. You know why there were so many? Why were there so many? Well, because we're still just waiting for Dave Brogan to show up in a morning class, so we can keep up with some of these promotions. That's and, true. Uh, he'll be there. They were backlogged. It's soon a lot. They soon enough, he'll be there. Remember like, to say the date, though. You can't just date. say he'll be there this Friday. We have to say the date that he'll right, be there. Right, because that, that Friday already passed. Right, right. So, yeah. right. so okay. some people may have missed it. The problem really is just getting him to commit. That's true. That's true. We have the, And it's difficult when you're living in the past true. all the time. That is true. While listening to it in the future. Oh. Yeah, that makes it tough. And your DeLorean. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> if you got, let me put it to you this way. If you don't have your flux capacitor mm. situated, yeah, 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 yeah. oh mean, yeah, you're stuck. Yeah, you might as well just. Freaking speaking of, uh -oh. we're on the drive down to Virginia this weekend, and uh, I threw on some golden oldies. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, like the music we grew up with in the '90s is now the oldies for kids today. But that's sure. neither here nor there. But they're called I, classics. I threw on some golden oldies, and Johnny B. Good came on. Yeah, and I oh. said, yeah, I like said Chuck to my Berry. wife. Yeah, I said to my wife, I was like, hey, listen, you know what this song's from? She's like, uh-uh. I was like, what? Uh, uh, 
flux capacitor. Back to the future. I mean, right before the clock got struck, uh, someone was playing on stage. Mom, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> or mom was trying to. Oh yeah, I yeah, guess it was the well, other I mean, way around. You're right. Not, not to be not to be um, right on it, but yeah. yeah, wasn't that the movie about incest? I thought so. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah, that's the one he's talking about. But it was the '80s, so we were like, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. But I he mean, was he doing didn't. like the scissor jam where he's hopping like this with oh, his yeah. leg, playing that electric guitar like yeah, <laughs> yeah. just tearing it up shredding it was shredding it how fast were you going uh 80 something like 88 oh, johnny be good <laughs> <laughs> so so what we want to do what we want to do right now is give a shout out to our to our 6am crew and a couple of others that are our honorary 6am crew that got promoted as well this is actually it was interesting as we progress and uh i say nothing shows your age right quite like your bell promotions you get there at the end of the line and you realize you've been here for a long time and you know everybody personally and it's it's a pretty big deal it's pretty neat especially when you're getting things like you get your blue belt and and your purple belt and your brown belt like you know Uh, these are people we've trained with for years yeah and uh, and most of them are people that we've we've coached and uh it was it was a big honor to be there um so we want to give a shout out to to our 6am crew the guys <clears throat> that got their blue belt, we've got Ashish. Ooh, he's the man. He is the man. Love seeing that. Yeah. So, and he's uh, right now he's in the uh, he's in the interview process. So I don't know how much longer we have Ashish at the the academy. Yeah, so told me he's trying to do everything he can to get away from us. Yes, I don't blame him. <laughs> no, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congrats. We've to done him. nothing like despite our best efforts to give nothing but poor instruction to this man. He has somehow persevered and got his blue belt. <laughs> well, let's talk about years. You know, he he started at a different school altogether and came to us. Uh, That's right. As a white belt, and you know, he stuck it out. And he should have been a, a blue belt a while back had he. You know, not hopped around a little bit, which makes it tough. But yeah. you know, it is what it is. But um, you're talking about someone. You, it's never an easy role with that guy. No, not so. an easy role. And I'm starting to notice a pattern though with him. I don't think it was us as much as it's him. Eye pokes. I just think that if you're looking at a guy that's taken that long to get his blue belt, <laughs> <laughs> it's not our fault. Ooh. Next on the list, uh, Mr. Sh- Sir Sean Patrick Quinlan got his. Hey, this blue is belt. one of those ones. I mean, I think he's like 62. <laughs> is he? <laughs> he's at least sixty-two. He's probably a little bit older than that. No, but this, you know, he's he's um, he's no uh, young roller. He's not a new no, grappler, no, no. a young guy. But no. um, you know, f- to see him level up and you know, and he's out there hitting it hard on the mats. That's cool stuff to see. So that's yeah, that one goes. Like, what did you want to say, Pat? You Go know ahead. how I know he's a killer. How do you know he's a killer? Three names. He's got three names. SPQ. Yep. Yeah, he's the uh, he's yeah. the deadly SPQ. Mm-hmm. You know right. he's got him on his on his cufflinks. Oh, I thought you were going to say tattoo it on his knuckles. <laughs> no, I'm thinking cufflinks in time. Yeah, in time. he's classy yeah, now. Time. He's a, he's more bondish now, but yeah, he's a, he, a great dude. Super good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Sixty-two uh, years old. A joy. <laughs> Sixty-two years he's, young. He's not sixty-two. <laughs> he is. He is perfecting the man purse, though. Uh, yeah. He well. He's, this is a guy that carries around a cutting board in his uh, <laughs> sharpened knives. He's yeah. the butcher. Yeah, he's the butcher. Yeah, sorry. Man. Yeah, and so you know, for our shout out to uh, you know Mr. Quinlan today, Atta we'll boy. just have to say, "Ooh, you son of a bitch! Oh, oh you son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> we love you, man." Okay, ooh, Toby One Kenobi, Toby hey. One Kenobi got his blue belt. Yeah. That is. 
Toby Peters. He's the first blue belt in all of history that after they got their blue belt, they still tied it underneath their nipples. That's right. He did. Atta boy. He gave him hell. The man, man does not change. I he, love it. He's like, he doesn't change forever. He walked out with his chest puffed out. Like it was, he did not disappoint. No. I was like, I was like, here comes Toby one and do everybody you, knew it. Do you know what I saw him do last week? What? He cracked a bowling ball between his thighs. I believe it. <laughs> Dude, he's got them thunder thighs, baby, that yank on you and squeeze you till you can't breathe no more. Yeah, he's got them. He's, got, he's all that. He's yeah. all that. He's, all he's, that. The, he's the complete package. <laughs> you ever see someone like try to stuff a, uh, a sleeping bag back into the side? <laughs> <laughs> like that's what you feel like between his thighs. You like you're just getting like stuffed that. in there. That's terrible. It's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, so Toby One got his blue belt, and uh, let's just say, like, speaking of like the long haul, man. I mean, yeah. he's he's stuck it out. This is one of our only uh, five stripe uh, white belts. <laughs> That's right. That is right. I forgot about that. We just that. so badly wanted to give him his blue belt, and we we're like, well, here's another stripe. <laughs> and he's like the kind of guy that like he wore it proud too. He oh wrote yeah. The date on Hell yeah, man. I love it. He's the man. So good on you, yeah, Toby One. Boy. So Gavin, Gavin yeah. got his blue belt. I like to see this one. I see, I see Gavin out there, uh, you know, turning upside down, going barambolo, and all kind of like crazy stuff. And so he's a mystery, right? Yeah. So most most people, I don't think, know Gavin that well. He's a quiet right. guy, yeah. you know, but he's uh, consistent, and uh, he hasn't been at six a.m. as much as he'd like to here recently. He got some uh, new opportunities as job, and things sort of shifted around. But he was training in the evenings. He's now back in on Friday mornings. Uh, Beautiful. Gro- and no gi with us uh, super early in the morning and then to, to the gi class. But Gavin is somebody that I've trained with personally for, for uh, you know, quite a while. Um, and uh, when we were starting to do like some no gi stuff, he was my, he was my number one. He yeah. was there all the time. One, yeah. lots of questions. Um, you know, he's got a wrestling background, but uh, he's a guy that uh, just doesn't have an ego. He just uh, trains. Yeah. You know, wants to know jujitsu, and and I really admire him. That he's a good student. He's a good student yeah. of jujitsu. He's a good guy too. But there you go. Hey, so, coming coming from a big guy, that's one thing I've never heard out of his mouth is complain about someone's size when he rolls with them. Doesn't he, complain he's never about once anybody. said a oh well you know hey it was their size or, or whatnot. He just keeps going. Well, I'll say this about Gavin. So and I and I've said this before, just in general, is that um, you know the. The amateurs give advice. Experts ask questions, and he's a guy that asks questions. Yeah, you know, he's just always like, "Hey, you know, what can I do here? Or what am I doing wrong there? Or how's this working? Or whatever." And so he he asks all the right questions and and listens to the advice, and then and then he implements. You know, Beautiful. because he's a man of action. So so good on you, Gavin. Attaboy. Super proud of you. And now we move into our purple belts. So we got Frank Patty. Had a boy. So Frank, you know, he's uh, he's attended. I think he's attended a six a.m. class or two in his yeah. day. You know, um, but uh, he's definitely he's definitely part of our our group. He's yeah. definitely part of our crew. Super super great guy. Really nice guy. Uh, works really hard. You know, and uh, and I just appreciate him. So it was good to be there for him. I just like when he turns into an angry elf and, and like tries to kill people. <laughs> he does. Mm-hmm. He's got a temper on him. That Frank. <laughs> Frankie. Hey, Frankie. <laughs> he's, he's got a <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Gaughan got his purple belt. Yeah, boy. Yeah. And this guy, I mean, there's something to be said for someone who breaks their femur. Yeah, in two places. Yeah, their, their big bone. Yeah, the big one. Yeah, the biggest one you got, he snapped it twice in yeah. the same time. I never broke my big one. No, you know me I mean? neither. No it's snapping stay, on stay it. Stay strong. Yeah, but he did. He broke his. And guess what? He's back. He is back. He kept training, which, I mean, I guess if anybody had an excuse not to train anymore, it, it would have been Kevin. Oh, you yeah. know, he would have been like, hey, look, I'm out. And he wasn't. 
So I'm super proud of him. Oh, here's the other thing too. And so, you know, what he should be doing is he should be listening to last week's episode that's live right now for the 6am podcast. So if you're listening to this one, you got to go back to the future again. Give the date. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell is today? Today's the 23rd. This is the 23rd. So you got to go back to September 23rd right now, Kevin, and listen to it. Because the first thing he did was post on Facebook that he got his purple belt. That's the good news. The bad news is he's the worst purple belt in the world. And I'm like, no, dude. See, you got to listen to this. Remember, yeah. listen to this week's episode. Right. All right. It's important for you. So, anyway, congratulations to you, Kevin. And then, of course, we have Patrick Omar. He got yep. his purple belt. Yeah, he's a gigantic human. Um, I think this guy came to us like huh. the size of a NFL linebacker. Yeah. And then subsequently shredded out to being like um, like a NFL wide receiver. Yeah. And uh, but it, all in all, remained like able to like put himself into a pretzel position, you know, untuck himself, unscrew himself, and and tap people. He's dangerous. He's a dangerous guy. He's a you say he's a he's a huge guy. He's got an even bigger heart. Yeah. Yeah. So super super sweet guy. Uh, terribly intimidating to look at, but uh, get to know him and uh, yeah, the guy's got a big heart. So um, super proud of him because he's somebody that worked really hard. Yeah. To get to, to where he's at. Well, so. you know what? Now he can just shut his face and get the heck out of town. <laughs> yeah, you got your belt. Beat now it. Go. Yeah, beat it. Get out of here. Don't Scream. look at us. Scream. Scream. Get, go on. Go on. Get out of here. Just go. Get out of here. Just get out of here. You shoot. Yeah. You get. Shoo. So congratulations. We'll slightly miss you. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Moment of silence. Okay. Oh, Jack. Valentine got his. <laughs> You know, again, belt. like we, you can't, you come across these every once in a while. It's the thank God. Look, <laughs> I tell you what, this again, this is one of these like, and what's what I think is interesting about this crew is that like these are dangerous, dangerous people, yeah. and they are just the nicest people. Well, and they're competitor winners. You know, they are. They the, compete. They the fight, funny they thing win. is, they all hold down full time jobs. You know, like Pat owns a business, and and Jack, like he, he runs a business. Like, yeah. These guys are running full-time jobs. Yeah. They're they're high-level competitors. They're they're out winning big tournaments. Yeah, they are. They are. And uh, and then of course Jack's also an instructor. Yeah. You know at our at our school and uh, he teaches kickboxing and he plays, mixed martial arts. He plays touch butt in the park. He does. He plays touch butt. <laughs> tag, you're it. <laughs> so, yeah, he uh, foot tag. <laughs> Here's a guy who, again, is super, super humble about his work. You know, he just, he, he's the real deal. He doesn't yeah. have to tell you. He shows it to you. Yeah. But he does it in a way that is that is very humbling. He's a great guy to roll with, um, a, a good friend, a good training partner. Uh, he's the kind of guy that we can all aspire to be on the mat for sure. Yeah. You know, a lot of skill and a lot more potential to go. So, in yeah. very dangerous guy, but, but wrapped in a very nice guy package. Yeah. Like, he's just... You know, down to earth and sweet guys. Just so, watch that electric chair. Yeah, you or his lockdown or any number of his guard passing. Like everything about him is dangerous. So stay the fuck away from me, Jack. Okay, so congratulations and last but certainly not least in the purple belt realm. This one, I'm, I'm excited to say this one. Go, <laughs> go. Should I? Yeah. It's Shannon. Ah, I love it. <sighs> this one's special. I mean, it's it, you know some of these like you know it's like obviously yes like good uh, and yes thank God but um. Every once in a while, there's ones where you're like, um, you know, I, I, I'm just so excited to see Shannon get promoted because, you know, she, all right, so for any of you out there that know, there's not a whole lot of women that go to 6 a.m., and they're all headhunters. 
going after, you know, these girls. Like Shannon just gets beat down by dudes day in and day out and she just takes it and then she started giving it back. And now she's like freaking dangerous, man. She's long, she's lean, and she's flexible. She's mean. She had long, lean, mean. She called me out the other day in Noki uh, last Friday. She she was like, I don't know the date. She called me, (laughs) and she was like, and she goes, she goes, Pat. Like I didn't have my glasses on, and I thought everybody else was paired up. And she's like, Pat, and I was, and I. I like peed a little bit. Yeah, I was like, no, no, okay, I'll, I'll probably no, just go. I'll just go put my gear on. I'm just gonna get some water and <laughs> yeah, then yeah. I'll and then I'll be back. No, she's like, get over here and slap the mat. And I was like, oh, yeah. all right, yeah. yeah. Well, and and I will say this: that when you pass, if you pass her guard, when that happens, it's not for long. Yeah, you know, and um, she's just she's such a competitor, and it's uh, it's cool to see. So I'm yeah. super happy about that. Yeah, I mean, so you know, big like this was a big deal for us. Uh, you know, for Shannon especially in in this realm, she she is a true six a.m. or you know, hundred percent committed. Yeah. Is there almost every single class? She does make up a uh, our our women's crew at six a.m. Which we, I mean. I mean, there's some gyms in the in the you know the country that don't even have that many yeah. women rolling. We've got a we got a healthy crew at six a.m. But uh, she's definitely like a permanent fixture as yeah. far as that goes. But doesn't just train in the morning; she trains in the evenings as well. So I mean, she's definitely put her time in. Um, but super proud of her. The progression in her in her jujitsu has been exponential. Um, again, she has the right attitude, just like just like the rest of these guys, uh, or just like Jack. Even you know, just always uh, you know humble, always questions, right questions. Questions, right time. Congratulations, Shannon. Perfect. Well, she's a good instructor in her she's own right, good. too. Yeah. I mean, she uh, she teaches uh, on a Dangerous Damsels class, you know, so the yeah. self-defense, she's empowering women out there to be not only just uh, active and moving, but to, uh, you know, take charge of their own Sure. Uh, physical well-being. Yeah. You know. In fact, one of the other things too I'll say about her is that she's she's super bright. And uh, and I just read recently, like on a post about some you know, Elio saying that uh, smart students aren't the best students because they think too much. Well, I mean, Shannon throws that in everybody's face right there. I mean, she changes that script, flips it completely because yeah. Now she's super bright and a super good student to boot. So, congratulations, but, Shannon. I mean, all that said, she's terrible at jujitsu. So yeah, I mean, she's really keep trying. Not, she's not. She's gonna get there. It's gonna be okay. Get there someday. Okay, stroke your ego. Get you back in class. It'll be fine, Shannon. <laughs> someday. Okay, brown belt. Oh wait, I, what? We got one. We got one. We got promoted to brown belt, and uh, it's. I think uh, I know who it is. It's Sensei Angel. He would. Yeah. He would. Yeah. Yeah. So Angel, we don't talk about him. I mean, well, he is. He is. Easily, you know, what well, he's a judo black belt, yeah, and he's an instructor at our school, yeah. for, especially for the kids in judo. Um, but like, this is a guy that, um, uh, if you want to get thrown <laughs> into some chairs, yeah, he'll do it, poke the bear, yeah. I said on my ass as soon as we roll because <laughs> I was thrown by him one time, and um, it was so embarrassingly like leveraged if i if i could say it that way uh, you know he just turned and the next thing you know i'm like i'm scraping the ceiling with my toes yeah it's just and it was that fast you know yeah. he's his techniques impeccable yeah and um you know his jujitsu is coming right behind that too and of course I, I always love rolling with him because they're very lively exciting rolls and a lot of movement yeah you know, it's awesome. yeah again super super good boy yeah, a boy, super guy, and uh, you know he's really technical. I think was the best way. He he's super technical, and I I admire that about him for sure. So congratulations, yeah. Angel, on your brown belt, Love and it. welcome to the club. 
Love it. So that is, uh, and I know we had a bunch of other people that were supposed to get promoted, but you didn't show up to the seminar. So <laughs> please show up. <laughs> please show up to these things. So anyway, so shout out to our 6 a.m. crew. Shout out to everybody that got promoted. Shout out to Harrisburg, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and Judo. So fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah, what are we talking about? What are we talking about today? Uh, we're talking about your personal best. And this is uh, this is something we've been... You know, thinking about it, we struggle with this and uh, and fight with this a lot. I think as as human beings, but most especially on the uh, on the mat, and that is we have a lot of people involved in our lives that have set expectations for us that had nothing to do with anything that we wanted. Yeah. And for some reason, we find ourselves stuck in this mode of having to live up to those expectations. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that like that it was that person's fault. In fact, you know what we say about this stuff? It's all your fault. Uh, yeah. Anyway, take ownership. It's that you've you've now spent your you know a, a healthy portion of your life, and depending on where you are right now, uh, if you're somebody who's younger, maybe this will be something to to think about moving forward. And if you're somebody that's older, recognize that if you're in this, if you're stuck in this mode too, it's it's important to st- to think about it now. And that is how much of your life has been spent trying to m- measure up to the expectations of others, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's bad enough as a human being to have your self-imposed sort of, you know, where I'm supposed to be in the, in the grand scheme of things and my measuring up. Yeah. You know, that's bad enough. But when you start thinking about or listening to the, the whether it's your, your folks or it's, you know, friends or, you know, what, a boss or whatever who's telling you that they you know, think you should be doing something else with your life or sure. doing something differently, you know, that stuff really puts a, it puts a damper on your, on yeah. your ability to, to progress. Sure. So that's what I want to talk about today. Yeah. So it's funny. I, I was thinking about this, uh, myself a bit and, um, you know, I think there's a healthy balance between where like, you know, you can achieve and what you should achieve. Um, and then on the, let's say like, um, that's the one side and, and the other side of the, the coin is, um, like what people expect of you or, or this, this image, right. That you're trying to uphold. And, um, and, and I think there's a healthy tension between that, you know, like, uh, for example, uh, you know, someone might grow up in a household where, um, you know, they're expected to play golf. And, and so like all the clothes that a parent gets this kid going up through high school is nothing but like, yeah, it's like golf clothes. Like these are my pants and I tuck them in and, and I wear three button shirts and, you know, in case right. I always go golfing, you know, you never know, you know, and like they, they hold this like standard that like, you know, there's no personal um, style or, or intention to, to hold that. Right. Right. Um, and that's just maybe it's a bad example. But, no, no, it's a perfect example. But then on the other end, it's like you can still achieve like having a good style or, or right, or, sure. or having something that's your own. And like, you don't have to like trash that to be on the opposite end. Like, where's the healthy tension in the middle? You know, and and man, how do we apply that to what we're doing in life? Sure. And I, I mean, and if I can, if I can piggyback off of this, I mean, I have a, I have a very specific personal example. Uh, somebody in my family who is. Uh, a young woman and very, very doing very well for herself, very successful. But up through like high school, you know, starting starting at a, probably an elementary school and up through high school, she was extraordinarily talented at soccer. Uh-huh. And the thing was is that as she progressed up and through high school, she became less and less infatuated with soccer. She was kind of like meh. But the problem with it was is that everybody had attached this thing to her as an identity, you know, and she yeah. herself saw that that was a part of who she was and rightly so. 
However, it became so overwhelming for her that when she decided that she no longer wanted to do it, she felt paralyzed. Like, I can't say, I can't say no to playing soccer anymore because everybody expects this of me. That's who you are. It's who I am. Right. And, and of course, when she finally, you know, when she was finally couldn't take it anymore and said, I don't want to play soccer, you know. She had a, she's a great support network with her folks are terrific yeah. people and so forth and and probably found out pretty quickly there were people there just as you were saying there were probably two sides of this right there were those that were like oh we can't lose you you know we need you 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 know please reconsider and then there was the the, the supportive group that was like hey that's cool yeah, yeah. no big deal be careful though they, they're going to be listening to this in the future so they actually don't know that she quit yet yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a heads up everyone yeah <laughs> sorry let's sorry. Back. sorry about that <laughs> So, you know, but here's the thing. I I think like, I think for those that were supportive of her understood that like soccer was like a manifestation of her greatness at that time for that period. Like that didn't, what that meant was that she was and is capable of doing anything that she wanted to do and do it well. And, and that's what I think is interesting is I find that those folks, those people can pretty much go at whatever they want and do great. Yeah. You know, so don't get stuck with this idea that this is, this is your identity. You know, you get to decide what your identity is. Nobody else gets to decide that shit. Yeah. So I think that's a, I think it's a massive problem for that. It is. And, you know, you see this, uh, playing out time and again, and, in you know, younger kids these days, you know, there's no doubt that, that, you know, uh, depression, anxiety, mental health issues are on the rise. Um, you know, even so far as to say that, that amongst young people, suicide is, is on a rise. Sure. And, um, these are all staggering things and, you know, not, not that this is a direct impact, but you have to consider the fact that the amount of pressure put on young kids today, um, you know, whereas you can just tell them like, be your personal best, but the outside influence that's telling them, oh, you can be better. You can be the best, right? You can be the guy on the stage. Like, you know, and, and that's a, that's a really different story to a kid sure. that is not meant to hold again, you know, We've talked about this, you know, parents living in the past, like just because you didn't become famous, don't, don't knock your kids dreams. You That's know, right. they will be famous. Just put it all into them. You know? That's right. But, but real, the, the reality of that is like, that's a heavy weight for them that carries the expectations of a parent's failure. Right. Right. You know, beautifully said. And I think that, you know, you just, you just hit the nail on the head. The, the difference is you can't, you can't say to somebody, I, I just want you to do your best and then tell them what their best is. <laughs> Here's how I define it. Uh, right. right, right, and I think there's, a, you know, as a, you know, as a coach, or as a parent, or as somebody that's guiding uh, somebody through that process, there is a, a big difference between providing guidance, noticing that you're not living up to your potential because we see so much more in you that you can do this, right, mm-hmm. and versus saying, you know, this is what I want for you because this is what I want, and now make it happen. <laughs> And if you're not making it happen, you're you're failing me. And it's on. And it's on. I don't know if we're going to get this. We're going to pick this up on the uh, on the podcast, but there's some uh, background noise going here in the recording studio. Hopefully, it'd be, con- hopefully it'd be all right. And some construction. It's It seems pretty muffled, but... I mean, I was pretty sure... Uh, I mean, know, I was clear about I mean, this. I thought, well, okay. I mean, whatever. Clearly. <laughs> clearly, I... Clearly, you wasn't clear. <laughs> I, 100% of the time, I'm not, you know, I don't like making absolutes, but I'm pretty clear 100% of the time. <laughs> You're I'm, always yeah. never not. No. 
100% clear yeah 100% of the time yeah i mean hate speaking absolutes but i it's good that it was that though and not what i thought it was which <laughs> would <laughs> hello that was going long <laughs> this is this is being recorded right after lunch so <laughs> Um, you know, it's funny, like, uh, here's where, you know, personal best and, you know, what expectations are, you know, everybody had expectations of me being a professional basketball player. I was working at it, but you know, this patella tendon tear obviously is not going to, it changes. Right. Yeah, I mean, and then I'm not you had be able to do that now. You had time to think about whether or not this yeah. is something you really wanted in the first place. I'm going to change my direction a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I was built for it. I'm built for being Clearly, up you're, high. Yeah, you are definitely built. Yeah, I've got springs in my feet. You do. And, you know, I mean. Falling the hoop, through the air. The hoop was like, I mean, I know it was set at eight feet, but I was getting elbow on it. You were, like, easily. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, man. So, so I think, like, yeah, so I think that it's, uh, I think, so in, then in terms of, like, you know, your jujitsu, um, and how you sort of, because again, this goes to a lot of the things that we talk about on a regular basis is measuring yourself against others yeah. and feeling as though that there is some sort of, you know, outside influence that tells you that you are to be at this level or do this thing. There's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. And I don't know if you, I don't know if you are privy to it or either one of you are, but man, people are so hard on themselves yeah. when I read about like their jujitsu. I mean, and everybody, it, it, I'm inspired by this because this is something that like I do hear a lot. Like, you know, if, um, you know, I guess like the, the question of whether or not you're any good, you know, yeah, am I good? Yeah. Well, I actually don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. Like it doesn't like there's, there's such a disparity <laughs> in jujitsu as to whether or not you're good. And it's contingent upon your age, athleticism, your, uh, you know, where you're trained at, like, you know, all these things, the day, right. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, how do you define good? Like, you know, what, what you might define good in your mind when you're on your way there with your insecurities is like, can I get the tap? Am I going to get tapped? Am I strong enough? Am I, do I know enough? You know, but, but what instructors want to see is that you're good at listening, asking yes. questions, rep it out until, until the instructor tells you to stop, not, you know, two exercises like, well, no, you know, Exa- right, right, right. Like, like that's, yeah. that's like you know, what you're measuring up to. And, um, you know, so, so the expectation might be different too. Right. And I, and I agree. And I, and I would encourage, I encourage our students to think about it. I mean, and I don't just mean our students specifically, but all of us collectively as students of jujitsu to think about it from the perspective of like your, again, your own personal progress yeah. and your own personal, like, so what were you, what did you want to accomplish in the, the spectrum of jujitsu and how can you measure that? That is good. Yeah. You showing up to class and training all the time is good. That's yeah, absolutely. It's not making you worse. Do you know what? Do you know what tends to happen when uh, you have false expectations, or or false um, level that you think is like the right level, or you know, whatever? Um, you, you tend to lie. You want to? Know, you yeah, know? this is good. So, yeah, go it's, preach. Go ahead. So I, I caught I caught a bunch of liars lately. You want to know how? Yeah, I do. With my crutches. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, women are way more observant than men. I mean, I, yeah. And women catch us men in a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. And so, uh, you know how often, so I have my crutches, and um, one of the things you'll notice on here is at the bottom yeah. is a height index. Indeed. Yeah. So these are set for 6'2". And, um, and so inevitably we'll be with somebody and it happened this weekend. It's hilarious. And, um, and the wife will be like, Oh, you're six two. 
Nick, aren't you 6'2"? Do you want to try the crutches? <laughs> <laughs> to, to which he has this look on his face like, oh, crap, I've been telling her I'm 6'2 for all these years. And I'm like 5'10". And, I- <laughs> <laughs> and I go, oh, you're a liar. Hold on, let me just adjust him real quick before anybody sees it. Click, click, <laughs> click. <laughs> just draw that back a couple clicks. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's funny because you, you start upholding these like false images that you've you know in, in order to live up to other people's expectations yeah and they become these little lies that you attach to and you know it's like man how long have I been like telling myself this you know and it's not even true no it's it, that's a that, that is a totally fair point and that brings into question you know some of these some of the things that are said like am I good well what is good yeah and compared to what yeah. You know, like why measure yourself based on whether or not you're good or not? Oh, you yeah. actually have no idea. Yeah. You, and who gives a shit? <laughs> I love it too. Like, you know, before fights when they're promoting each other, they'll be like, oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to beat this guy so bad. I'm going to, I'm going to make you cry. I'm going to make you say you're sorry. And, you know, just, just talking, <laughs> talking smack to each other. And, you know, it's like, like after the fight, like the truth is in the ring. Sure. You know, and after the fight, like all that stops. Like whoever lost, like they're not they're not talking trash anymore. Like it has stopped. It stopped. Right. (laughs) You know, so it's like these these little like things that we you know, and and that's the beauty of the mats is that you know, false expectations get washed out real quick. You know, and and, you know, the truth of the mats kinda weed that out. Right. Right. And it's, and it's fair to say that like, you're going to have days that you go to train and you're on fire. I mean, yeah. you just can't be stopped. And and that could go for a while. I mean, it could yeah. be, it could be months. It could be even years that you're just, you know, annihilating folks for whatever reason, you've got something dialed in or whatever. And then you're going to run into that one person yeah. that shows you what time it is. Have you like, ever had that happen where you course. thought like you had this thing on lock? Oh, of course. And Absolutely. Then, like, All the time, man. <laughs> All the time until someone showed like my triangle chokes, like from, from guard, like I'm like, I mean, I could hit these anywhere I want, anytime I want. And then I started running into people that were like, no, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> and it, you know, it is what it is. But like, you know, and nine nine times out of 10, you're hitting it. But yeah. like, it's just that one time you're like, Whoa, okay, yeah. all right. Okay, yeah. And so, and it gets, and so again, though, that's like, so that's the moment, right? So that's the moment. Now I'm talking about my personal best and and now the, the opportunity. And I, I'm actually grateful for those opportunities because that gives me an option. I can either be defeatist I can make excuses. Mm-hmm. I could lie. No. Oh. Right. Or I can say, that was cool. Let me figure out how I'm going to stop that and get back to my, you know, oh, yeah. getting him with that triangle. Do, right. Do you know what the one common thread is that? What's that? In all those things, you're going to be found out. So you might as well just take the, the, the third just option. And here's like, here's the <laughs> other thing, little, like little, like uh, life secret slash jujitsu secret. And that is, if you think that uh, people don't recognize that stuff and talk shit about you behind your back, <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I was like, oh, maybe I was like, oh, yeah. Hey, sorry about that. <laughs> so, yeah. So just be truthful. Like, be upfront and honest about it. I mean, yeah. you know, if somebody gets you, they get you or whatever. But, but I mean, take that as, take that as an opportunity to, to progress and to get better at what you're doing. And it doesn't have to be jujitsu. It can be anything. Yeah. The, the, the truth of the matter is, is that for every one person that's actually pursuing that goal and trying to accomplish something, there's easily a hundred people or more that don't do anything. Yeah. True. They just talk about it. You know? Yeah. It talks cheap, man. And it's cheap. Super cheap. I mean, I like to skate. I can hit a kickflip whenever I feel like it, but like. But you can't. Not nah, right now, dude. I got this thing. Let <laughs> <laughs> me think. I'm in flip flops. I don't have my shoes. Seriously? I don't have my shoes. Like, dude, you know this. 
I totally could. I'm a, I got the wrong clothes on. <laughs> but what? But <laughs> <laughs> I had the right clothes. You can't possibly. I'm not holding my mouth right. It's not your fault. It's your mom's fault for not buying you the right shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mom, I told you. <laughs> I need my Air Jordans. I need some Air Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, man. So, there you go, kids. Beautiful. There you go, kids. Live up to your own expectations. Set your own expectations and let that be the guide. Don't listen to what everybody else says. Hey, and here's the other thing. You know, I was talking to a guy this week. Uh, He's an artist, and um, he does, like, some really awesome work. And uh, he was telling me that there was an expectation that wasn't lived up to in his work. And, um, you know, he wasn't directly responsible for it, but he took ownership of that. Yeah. So, like, there's the other end, too. Like, if you have an expectation for yourself, like, push yourself. Sure. Right. Yeah. And 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 that's 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 a worthwhile thing, um, you know. And it's like we always say, you know, take responsibility. It's your fault. Yeah, it's your fault. Right. And, right. And so so he did, and he owned it, and he set it right, and you know, and and he's not living up. He just leveled up his own expectations. Nobody put that on him. Yeah. You know, um, and, and so that's you know that's the other end. It's like don't let people put false expectations on you on the on the height side, but on the low side either. You don't have to live down to anybody either. That's right. I, I think there's a lot of people that prefer to have you live down to them. That's good. That's a good um, call on that one. Yeah, because yeah. they don't want to be pushed. They, you yeah. know, they, they don't want to have to try harder. And if everybody around them lives down, then you know they're easy to coast. Right. No, thank you. Yeah. Exactly. Us jujitsu people are not coasters. We just don't coast. Right? Like, and that happens on the mats. Like, if you really sure. think about it, there are people who haven't really trained in a long time. And, and you know it. And so every once in a while, you'll live down to that expectation because you don't want to make them look bad. You don't want to expose it. Right. And, um, but that's not helping anybody. And in fact, the, it, it's, it's avoiding something positive that could happen to them where they go, shoot. I think I'm going to start trying. I've been coasting too long. You know, I'm going to put my back into this. Right. Yeah. And, and so, so maybe it's an inspiration that, that, you know, they might have not have gotten. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So So. give them hell. Yeah. Don't just, don't just live up to them, but don't live, don't, don't. I will say this, if you're, if you're living up to your potential and living up to your expectations and consistently doing that, then you're right. You're going to show others that aren't doing it without having to say a single word to them. They're going to recognize, hopefully that they're not living up to their, to their potential, moving towards their potential. So it's beautiful. So, um, Mr. Galino, what's on your mind? Oh, adults that be, uh, sucking down on the Adderall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Who? Yeah. Adults on Adderall. The, oh, Adderall. Yeah, oh, the, the, the Bedults. The, the Bedults. The Bedults are swallowing the Adderall. Um, I, hey, listen. Just do the cocaine. I mean, it's the yeah, same thing. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. I mean, thing. it's really what you're after. Is it cheaper? It might be. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's not covered by insurance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like it, the Adderall thing. I mean, maybe just snort Adderall. Although there is a Coke dealer on the corner, and he carries a um, a, uh, a, a square on his phone, uh-huh. and you can go ahead and swipe your card, your insurance card. Oh, wow, that's cool. Does he take Bitcoin? <laughs> yes, he does. Absolutely. <laughs> well, so, you don't need to because you're just going to submit it to insurance. Right, right. That's right. Absolutely. And if it gets kicked back, just submit it again. Yeah, yeah. Just try it again. Submit it again because you really need to cocaine. So you've been seeing the guy on the corner as well. 
you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, has, I've been staring at this picture on the wall for hours. How's your memoirs? Uh-huh. Are your memoirs yeah, good? Yeah, they're great. I wrote them all. <laughs> One night. Two, three times. <laughs> Four or five times, you know, because we didn't awesome. have a copy machine, so I just had to, you know, copy just, them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wasn't doing anything else. I mean, it was just doing the laundry, cleaning the bathrooms, uh, organizing my underwear, but I mean, I had time to write them all, just right. over and over and over and over and over. Did you read them, too? Uh, yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> Did you take it before PT? Uh, double space. <laughs> I'm at 50 degrees now, so I mean, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I went to PT and I went up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, down. And then I was done. <laughs> no, but you don't need Adderall. Just get yourself some cocaine. Yeah. I, I just think it's funny. So um, here's how the script should go you're taking Adderall so that you can deal with everybody else that should be on weed. <laughs> so, so here's the thing get yourself some cocaine. Yeah. Order them some weed, and then everybody will be on a level playing field. <laughs> I love it. This is a great plan. <laughs> so where do you get cocaine? I have no clue. The guy, right? I, I mean, because the guy. The, 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 the real question is the 80s are, are, are over. I know what it is. What? Party City. You ever heard that store? I love Party City. Party City. Because, get this. I'm going to tell you something. You ready, okay, guys? Listening. Come here. Come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in here. Get in here. What? All right. They call cocaine, right? They go, do you want a party? Oh, so it's like a lingo, oh. right? So Party City is actually Cocaine City. Uh, You've been going there the whole time. You no, know, I've been going there a lot, and I keep saying no, thank you, because I thought that was code for anal sex. Right? No, turns out <laughs> <laughs> that's Party City. Uh, oh, okay, <laughs> this a, is starting to make sense. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. You walk into Party City, you run out. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, makes total sense. Go in there and I love this. get the balloon special, the, the foil, uh-huh. the foil balloon. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. The like foil this. balloon, that's some crackheads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah, if they wrap it up in it, make sure you get it blown up. Make sure you want the, make sure yeah. you want the like blown you, up balloon. The balloon. That's right. Oh, this yeah, is a, an important distinction. Yeah. Not the foil. That's them crackheads. Excuse me, I'd like my, my balloon blown. Thank blown. you. <laughs> but yeah, that's oh, brilliant. Yeah. It'd be really beautiful. This best balloon ever. That's how I found out. That's what I found out about lingo about cocaine. Really? Was that in, it was a bar in Florida. This guy goes, hey, do you party? And I was like, yeah, I party all the time. <laughs> He's like, and he's like, oh, cool. Like, my God like, oh, likes to party all the time, party all the time, party all the I time. I thought he meant like the Eddie Murphy song. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he was in a purple leather jumpsuit. So okay, I was like, makes, okay. This makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, Lillian. No, I was like, uh, I said, yeah, I love partying. Uh, and he's like, oh, so he's like, <laughs> and I, like, he asked me, he's like, no, no, like, do you like to party? Do you party? like to party? And I was like, yeah. What are you talking about, dude? Like, what Stop you, winking at me. Like, you, tell me about this party. And he was just kind of like, I think he understood. He's like, do you, so you want to buy some You want to buy some blow? And I was like, oh, I know that one. And I was like, no, thanks. No, but I know a guy. Go you. over to this You're guy's house. You're saying no, but Galeno. shaking your head, yes. Yeah. yeah. No. You need, to talk yeah. To, you need to talk to my buddy Galeno. Because he's on Adderall right now. And he's like, Adderall? What, what the fuck for? He's like, come on. Why don't you just buy some cocaine for me? <laughs> <laughs> nice guy, real nice guy. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is he doing? He's staring at the wall again. Yeah. So Galena likes to party. Now yeah. we know. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I'm saying no, no but I'm. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a no. it's a no for me. <laughs> no and for that reason yes i'll know, have some this is great for pod by the way <laughs> the yes, head nod humor nobody, nobody can see it <laughs> i gotta narrow it narrate Ugh, narrow geez. it Ugh, narrow all right it down. we'll narrow it down Can what's on your mind all. what's on my mind uh-oh esports oh esports Not adderall there there is actually for the yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, there would have to be a lot of Mountain Dew. Here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. Esports is, is there's a big <laughs> there's a big tournament going on in Harrisburg. And I don't know if it just happened or if it's going to happen soon or whatever. I think it just happened. Anyway, like you know, these are if, for those of you that are not initiated into esports or know what esports is, nerds. They're, they're what <laughs> vaping dorks. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> they're they're video game tournaments, right? Yeah. And and it's now turned it into like you know they're able to monetize it because there's lots of people that like to watch other people play video games. And look, I'm not saying I'm not criticizing no anybody for here. no. There's a judgment free zone except for Galino and <laughs> and my eyebrows are high, and <laughs> very high. <laughs> just saying, just like the cocaine. rest of them. <laughs> it's, it's all the cocaine. <laughs> so here's the thing. Adderall. Here's the thing. I don't think that um, video games is sports. I just don't think that it should be called sports. It can be competitive entertainment, dude. Right, but yeah. it's not a sport. That's a good, I disagree. Yeah, that's a good distinction. Like I how disagree. wrestling is sports entertainment. I disagree. Okay, you can see them sweating. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're you out can of breath. See that they have sweat. They're, they're out not of sweating. breath. I don't think they've ever actively been sweating. Hey, you see that they have sweat stains, but you don't see that. Just because they're using their thumbs doesn't mean that touchdown didn't count. Look, the, the, it is true that the, the definition of sport requires physical exertion and uh-huh. a competitive nature against one other opponent or another team. Yes. Okay. Check. That's, Check. That is not uh, eSports. I, I got a perfect, perfect solution to this. Okay, I'm ready. Our jam against one of their gyms. And we just go in there, fuck them up. <laughs> just choke them all out. We'll play your game, yeah. but then you have to play ours. Yeah, you can play any way you want. Do anything you want. Use any substances you want. Anything. Yeah, you any can performance enhancing you anything. And then we'll just we'll just come in there and just yeah, you we'll, know, yeah, see what happens. Choke see what them out with our limbs. I'm Take not saying limbs. I'm not saying we'll win. I'm just saying we're not going to not. We're not going to not win, 100 <laughs> percent of the time. So that's what's on my mind. I just thought it was. I was like, why is this a thing? Why why is it called sports? Why is it esports? It's not a sport. There is literally a degree at at a um, at an institute that you can go to and get that degree on creating esports. Lower Bar University is that what it is? <laughs> no, I mean, but but in all kidding aside, like these schools are not easy to get into. No, of course these not. People are making these these sports. Like, I I don't think you're being fair. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, if it's a sport, you can do it without electricity. <laughs> there you go. All I got to do That's is fair. pull the plug on this. Yeah. And your sports are over. <laughs> if I come over and just hit one switch, I defeated all of you. Your like, what I killed run. all your guys. What home run? Exactly. What home run? What team? What are you talking about? I didn't see it. Yeah. Mom, did you forget to pay the electric bill? <laughs> and I'm going to take this big check, and any of any of you are welcome to try to stop me. Fine. <laughs> like, all at once if you want. Yeah, all at once. I'll take you on. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Like, I think that, like, I, 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 this is coming from a guy who likes to play video games. Yeah. I like video games. Absolutely. I think they're great. And and I think that we're talking about a multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. And, and, like, so the people that have to compete to just to get jobs inside of this field are, I mean, I think this is a worthy endeavor for you your future if you want to be a video game developer i yeah. think a lot of video games equate to art mm-hmm. and i think that there's a lot to be had for the general public and for professionals alike in the video game industry i just don't think that esports is a sport nope well but e-racing is actual racing <laughs> jeez i uh, I, I tend I, I actually have a record um it's pretty good solid record um, on on Forza and you know I've I've won quite a few races. That's on, fair. 
Just saying. So the one that he he's in is that one counts. That one does count. So I like that Galena's argument is you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> My argument is nah. Uh. So, yeah, uh-uh. I was gonna say it's essentially nah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> that's yeah. a that's a good yeah, counterpoint. Uh, uh, uh. Nah. Uh-huh. nah. See now he's debating as a sport. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> nah, uh. <laughs> it's about to be. Yeah. Because it's gonna get physically heated in here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, PW, what's on your mind? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, first of all, some sick nicknames that came up for, for you guys. Uh, uh, Galene Machine. <laughs> <laughs> and Becknotronic. Becknotronic. Oh. That's what plays at the Bic, uh, the Disco Beck. Yeah, you played at the Disco Beck. <laughs> you go to the Disco Beck, you'd listen to the Becknotronic. Yes. <laughs> you do the bounce of the... <laughs> you don't sweat the Becknotronic. <laughs> yeah, that's the first single. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's been on my mind is don't apologize yeah. don't apologize yeah just don't do the thing okay. for what just uh, there's a lot of times that people apologize no no this is this is a stranger thing this is this is uh, not like the show yeah we're not there's no sponsor uh <laughs> this episode is sponsored by stranger things <laughs> damn it <laughs> this, this is a thing that happens with strangers a lot where they do like a a dick move uh-huh. and then apologize yeah they just make a choice and then go it's like uh, it's like taking advantage of the rather ask uh, forgiveness than permission. Yeah. And the biggest thing to me is when somebody goes, they have the phone up to their face when they're trying, they're coming to choose to interact with you and say, they just mouth <laughs> thank you. Again. Don't do visuals. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, I, I try to get that lip no, no, smack. I know. I know. <laughs> Well, my my uh, my kids, they, they uh, when they do that, like they did something that like it was rude, but then they say they're sorry, and it's always come across. It comes across like sorry. Well, <laughs> well this, is, this, this is the thing. Is this is where it backfires on me? Is because I apologize. Uh, oftentimes, I was going to say sometimes. It's a lot of time. I will be in the car with my wife with the windows up and fart. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're not ap- sorry. And then apologize and tell her it was an accident. <laughs> And, you, there's and she she's got she's caught me a couple of times. She goes, "I heard you grunt before she, you, you you went <laughs> you you li- you lifted your butt right." She's like, "You aimed it at me." <laughs> Look, so that's what I'm saying. And it's you like, locked I, the windows. I should just Look, not do this. You're like, you, sh- you should. You're great. You need to take a note out of my my youngest son Max. Okay, okay. you need to take a note out of his book because we were playing Exploding Kittens last night. You guys ever play Exploding uh, Kittens? No, terrific, this... terrific card game. Okay, a lot <laughs> of fun. Fun, yeah, it's hilarious. So anyway, we're sitting there and we're playing, and he goes. <clears throat> And he goes, and he like, like, and he's like, no apology whatsoever. He's like, I was like, dude, you like, you like pushed it out. He's like, yeah. I know. <laughs> like he like, he's like, like really tried so, to bear down on this one. So the reality is, you're just saying, don't apologize for farting anymore. Well, I'm, yeah. <laughs> can we just we can just get to the to the point, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like just, the reality is, you could have stopped. It. Yeah, you you could you could stop. You could you could change this behavior, but like if if you're gonna do it, make it funny. At Unless least, somebody you know? made you laugh, then you can't apologize. because yeah, you're really like. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if you're gonna, <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna do the thing where you're at least going doing that, thank you. The, the whispering, yeah. the thank you while you're on the phone with somebody, yeah. at least fart while you do yeah. it. <laughs> There it is, folks. That's fair. There yeah. it is. The if next you're sorry, you, just fart. Don't be sorry, just fart. <laughs> the next time, <laughs> the next time you let one rip by me, I'm just gonna mouth the words. <laughs> what if you mouth the words? I'm sorry. <laughs> How many times have I? <laughs> that was the mat. That was the mat. That was the. Mat. <laughs> 
Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that, see, that, that's where you should not apologize. Yeah. If if you steamroll someone and you get one, do Just not say, I'm sorry I did that. You say, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> Another one reaped. <laughs> This episode sponsored by Dick Moves. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! <laughs> All right, well that'll be it for us today. <laughs> Galino, you got to get to work. Yep. So we're gonna we're Peace. gonna roll out. So everybody have a great week. See y'all.